Welcome to the Poultry Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Hear engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Poultry Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve poultry health, welfare, performance, and food safety. Hi, my name's Caroline Stocks. I'm the Managing Editor of Poultry Health Today. And with me is Ian Rubinoff, who's Director of Global Technical Services for Highline International. Ian, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much, Caroline. It's really nice to be here. Data and benchmarking might not be two words that are particularly exciting to a lot of producers, but they're things that when it comes to production and disease control, you think are important. Yes, that's correct. Uh, As a veterinarian, I did not expect to be working as much with data as I am now, but we have found this to be a very valuable tool, not only in just the production, but in helping veterinarians and production people understand disease challenges. So using data for production um, efficiencies is perhaps something that that people are more used to to understanding and using data for, but you think it's quite important um, for health as well. How how can it work? Well, there's a few different components that we can look at and kind of the categories that we would use, I would say would be mortalities, body weights, managing egg size, uh, and also looking at production as well, because production can be a good indicator of health. However, when you look at it just for one flock, you have a very limited view. We like to try and look at this not only uh, on the farm level, but at the national and international level to see how those birds are comparing and if we see any trends that can lead us to help us understand what we need to do a little bit better. So how do you actually go about doing that then? Is there specific software that you need to use or is it a case of just sitting down and really drilling down the numbers? Uh, It's a little bit of both. So first of all, uh, we've developed a software. We are able to take the data from Excel sheets, from pictures, from PDFs uh, and upload it into our system. And then we're able to benchmark either specific flocks against the farm, different farms within a company against each other, uh, against the, the entire population of the data in the country or compare it to breeds across the world. Specific issues, when you look at this data, are there some that jump out more than others or has it helped you find some problems that you perhaps necessarily wouldn't have spotted before? So a few of the areas that have really helped us, uh, first of all, is understanding mortality trends. Uh, There are three different areas in a bird's life where uh, there is the biggest potential that we would see mortality. And that would be at the beginning when birds are brooding, uh, after the transfer to the layer house, and then towards the end of lay. And understanding that a little bit better uh, has been very interesting for us. Practically then, when you look at that data and you identify some of those problems, how do you then go and take the next step and apply the changes on farm? So that that requires a meeting typically between uh, those of us who are working on the data side and people who are working on the farm side. Uh, The challenge that we always have with with managing chickens is, especially laying hens, you have to be very proactive. From the time that the chicks arrive on the farm, you are already setting the stage for how they'll perform the rest of their lives. And so we need to not only be working with the current flocks, but taking the lessons we learn and extend that out to for future flocks. So for instance, on the brooding side, if we see that we're running a half a percent or a percent higher in mortality, particularly between 10 and 30 days, uh, we might be looking for a coccidiosis challenge, for instance. And even though we can see that on the farm, 
when you look at it across 10 or 20 or 30 different farms and flocks, you can really get a better understanding of, wow, maybe we really need to put a better coccidiosis control program in. Maybe we need to change this because it's, it's not as good as we really could be doing and it's not as good as some of the other farms in our area are doing. So does that require a different method of analysis than when you're actually looking at the data? It requires a lot of conscientiousness because uh, one of the biggest challenges with data is working with sample size. And so if I have five free range flocks in the UK, that may represent uh, 200,000 birds. However, that is only five data points for each week. And so when you're doing this on a flock by flock basis, you have to be very realistic and understand that uh, that one flock ne isn't necessarily enough and that really you need to start getting into the 30, 40, 100 flock range before you can truly understand what your trends may be. And that's very difficult to, to get it all the time. So in terms of actually collecting that information that you need, are there specific tools that producers need to invest in? And I know you mentioned mortality rates at the beginning and that's kind of a general thing that people will be looking at, but is technology making this easier and is it a challenge to then try and bring farmers on board when, when that, that technology is needed to be invested in? And so that, that, there's a huge range of data collection going on at the moment. Uh, from the baseline, we still have uh, paper sheets where people will write in the numbers every day. And this is very accurate, but then it needs to be transcribed electronically. Uh, then we have kind of the, the most common method in the world, which is just putting it into a spreadsheet on Excel. There are many different programs. And then going up on the higher end, you have, uh, have custom-made programs uh, that are available for sale with full technical support that ties in all the different uh, poultry data. That you, there's quite a few companies out there that, that cater to the poultry industry on this. So from the work that you've been doing in terms of looking at data, have you got any understanding of what kind of financial impact or um, production impact that looking at data can actually have? We are working on a project right now looking at how we can tie the economic data in. The two biggest areas for, for understanding the economy is number one, achieving egg size. Uh, we know that uh, producers and grocery stores usually want a certain size of egg. So for instance, here in the US, reaching a 48 pound case weight is a critical level. And the faster we can reach a 48 pound case weight, the easier we are able to sell our eggs and we're able to sell for usually uh, a significant increase over a, over a medium egg. And that difference, if we can achieve that faster based on the data that we pull, uh, depending on the size of the flock, but that can mean a couple of dollars difference per hen. Looking ahead, what kind of issues do you think that data could help you fix in future? So as we get more information, I think we're going to be able to really help us understand better uh, and correlate the changes in production based on temperature, based on uh, how we've changed our feed, understanding the, the true impact on a big data level of what happens when we make a feed ingredient change or when we move down in a ration. Uh, and also being able to tailor our vaccination programs and understand a little bit better when, uh, what kind of bronchitis vaccines we need to utilize or how we're managing our coccidiosis shuttle programs, whether for on the chemical side or just doing a vaccination. I think all of those, uh, as we get more data and we're getting better at analyzing it, we'll be able to utilize that uh, for the benefit of the poultry producers. 
So sometimes encouraging producers to share data and information can be a challenge, especially um, in countries where there's not necessarily a culture really of sharing information. How do you think that the industry can be encouraged to start sharing more? Uh, first of all is ensuring confidentiality. I think that it's, uh, we need everyone's data together in order to really make comparisons. We also need to keep it completely confidential and completely anonymous. That's the first component. If you don't have privacy, you're not able to do any of this. Uh, the second component is then giving back. If we're able to give back a piece of information that helps them get more money, that helps them with their production, that helps reduce mortality or increase production, uh, that is a value-added service that I think everyone would be interested in having. Thanks for listening to the Poultry Health Today podcast. To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting poultryhealthtoday.com join.